handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger, Derek Larger here with you guys. Hope you guys had a great holiday weekend, great 4th of July. Hope it was good for you. Hope you stayed safe out there as well. And Derek, how is your 4th, man? Oh, man, it was it was phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, normally 4th of July weekends, I go to my aunt and uncle's uh, mm. a town over to our west. It's about an hour drive. And the last couple of years, I haven't gotten to do that due to work. Mm. And that really has made me angry about it over the last few years. So I was glad that I finally was able to do that this year. And oh my gosh, it was a blast. A lot of great food. Went fishing, caught about like 10 different fish in like two hours. The They were eating a lot in the pond, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently, my uncle's not doing anything to the pond right now, so they're just eating whatever comes in. So that was crazy. And, uh, you know, fireworks, there was a band, you know, a lot of great food and drinks and around great people. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. That sounds like a great time, man. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Like, I just want to go over there right now and then have some <laughs> hang out with you guys, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I guess mine was, was interesting. Um, it was good. Uh, but it was definitely interesting because on Saturday I had a wedding for one of my old roommates. If you remember, and if anybody remembers back on, back in the day, I was actually up in South Bend, Mishawaka. I had a job up there in 2019, mm. kind of when I was starting the podcast, um, and then left there at the end of 2019. And, uh, one of my former roommates actually got married. So I was up there for most of the day on Saturday, got to catch up with some old people, old friends from up there. So it was a good day. And then yesterday had, had my job. And then, you know, after that I went up and hung out with my dad's side of the family, my grandparents side of Lake Cottage. We've gone up there really ever since I've been little, you know, so we were up there, got to see family again. And it was, it was just a lot of fun. I went tubing for the first time in a couple of years. I, oh, I came out of retirement, they said, so, <laughs> uh, didn't fall off. Thank goodness. But I, uh, <laughs> soon remembered, man, why I don't go anymore. I had a massive headache, but, uh, <laughs> man, overall, man, falling off the tube is half the fun, man. That's the whole <laughs> point. You're supposed to hey, fall off I, yeah, I ripped my brother off the tube. It was kind of funny. Like I got on his <laughs> tube, I pulled his tube over, got back on mine, and flipped him over. It was <laughs> so much fun. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Got some sun. Got to be outside. <laughs> Being with friends and family was a lot of fun. I'm I'm always a designated uh, guy on the grill, so I'm always making burgers and brats and stuff. So. A lot of fun nice. there, but uh, anyway, it's enough small talk. We've talked enough. It's funny. I had somebody, saw somebody in the comments saying, can you guys just cut the small talk? And I'm like, absolutely not. This is absolutely the best part, not, man. man. You got to have a little bit of small talk <laughs> here and there, man. We can't be robotic, man. We, we got to oh, just man. talk about our stuff, you know? Um, so, but anyway, Derek, let's get on to the topic of this video and this podcast kind of talking about a rumor potentially to the Indianapolis Colts. And this is a very interesting rumor, especially considering 
how the Colts attacked this offseason. Now, this rumor, again, these, these rumors have been hit and miss, but uh, this rumor says there's two new teams in the last few days who have been linked to former Chargers defensive end Melvin Ingram. If you remember, he's been with the Chargers for a long, long time. He's in the, in the mid-30s now. Um, those two teams were the New England Patriots and the Indianapolis Colts. So, uh, he, he also they added that Philip Rivers has explained his time in Indy to Ingram the last 48 hours per CBS Sports, and it could be a good recruitment tool, which I thought was very an interesting tidbit that they added into there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of expressed, Derek, my thoughts overall on Melvin Ingram on Twitter already, but uh, I wanted to kind of hear your thoughts. I'll add my thoughts in there as well. Do you think Melvin Ingram could potentially be a landing spot for Indianapolis? Um, you know, I mean, it's very interesting because, you know, every player has a price and every player has, you know, a a capability of going somewhere for sure. You know, I mean, you mentioned before the Justin Houston thing, which was like, yeah, why would we, why would we get rid of a 33 year old Justin Houston when we could, when, and just get a 33 year old Melvin Ingram. Right. I mean, it's right. the, The talent difference there is not very vast. It's not like Melvin Ingram is a, a huge step over uh, Justin Houston at all. I mean, I would say he's definitely a little bit more of a pass rush specialist, but still not that much different um, in regards to that. But, you know, and that's a great point. You know, I mean, being that old and everything, and I'll give another point as to why I don't think it'll happen. You know, I mean, Ballard's all about getting younger. It's kind of why we drafted so many defensive ends in this draft because you – have a feeling that some of these young guys are going to start t- taking off at some point or another. So it's all a matter of, you know, what, do, what exactly do you want there? Now, of course, you know, looking at it from the other side of the argument, Melvin Ingram's not signed with a team yet. It kind of, it, it, and I don't think in some way it sounds like the Jadavian Clowney situation because nobody has really gone out and said, Oh, Melvin Ingram is the star free agent of this of this group this year, like the way they did Jadavian Clowney for so many months, and then he finally signs like two weeks before the season starts. I don't think that's exactly what we're doing with Melvin Ingram here. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. Um, you know, the veteran leadership there uh definitely would help if they were to eventually sign him. You know, you could probably get him for a minimal deal. You know, I wouldn't think that Melvin Ingram is looking to chase the money right now. Right. Um, and like you said, Philip Rivers, his old teammate, just got done with Indianapolis. You know, it makes sense that you would bring Melvin Ingram in. Melvin's hearing about the great organization that the Colts are, a lot of great young men in there, guys who are looking for leadership and all this other things. Um but not, but in all actuality, it really just doesn't make much sense to me. You know, there were a lot of other guys that the Colts could have brought back only to have to end up getting a, a Melvin Ingram. And the funny thing is, you know, this whole thing of, oh, the two new teams that are emerging into the market to try to get Melvin Ingram. For me personally, I don't think that is new. I don't think that is new. I always kind of thought from the very beginning that maybe the Colts weren't as high into the market as some of these other teams were, but it seemed to me that the Colts always had their head in the, in the bowl when it came to trying to put their, uh, 
put their two cents in on trying to get Melvin Ingram. I mean, every team was trying to early on. It's just, you know, maybe they're taking a little more interest now because they know that Dio Dangbo is not going to be able to play for the first half of the season at least. You know, you know that Quiddy Pay is going to be your starter and you still have no idea who that bona fide uh, other end is going to be. And Melvin Ingram can maybe be that bridge now that you know where you kind of stand at the market. But overall, I think it just kind of doesn't really follow the ideology of what Chris Ballard normally does. You know, I have a couple thoughts here. Um, first off, I'll go with with kind of the four, you know, for Melvin Ingram. You mentioned just getting a guy that's a little bit more established as opposed to all these young guys the Colts brought in. Um, that would make sense from that standpoint. You don't really have a veteran leader, per se, at defensive end right now. So I could see that being an argument for why you'd bring in a Melvin Ingram at this point. But then there's just – I feel like there's so many more – reasons that you see that that would signal no this isn't going to happen the first off is just the lack of production I guess compared to even Justin Houston it's really not that different like Melvin Ingram the last couple years last year he didn't even record a sack Um, granted he didn't play in as many games as normal um, but he didn't have a sack last year he only had seven in 2019 and seven in 2018 and then also the fact that he Hasn't really been that healthy the last couple of years. He's played in 20 total games the last two years. Last year was his least amount played in a long time, really ever since his second year in the league back in 2013. So the combination of the age and just the lack of health the last couple of years hasn't played in all 16 games or all the games since 2018 either. Those all factor in, I think, into why would you go after another guy that's kind of been a little bit more I don't want to say injury prone because I don't know if that's fair for Melvin Ingram. He's been pretty healthy throughout his career. But the last two years, he hasn't been on the field as much as he had been in the past. I mean, Justin Houston's been more available from a health standpoint than Melvin Ingram up to this point and has had a little bit better stats, honestly, the last couple of years. So I think all those things are factors in. And then, Derek, I don't know if you listened to Chris Ballard was on with, with one of the guys from The Athletic the other day, kind of just talking about a whole – a variety of different topics around his team. And he talked about, you know, different positions like corner, how the Colts didn't address corner and, you know, defensive end a little bit. I thought it was interesting because when one of the people asked like, what about like some of those positions where you have a lot of young guys, do you feel like, you know, the reason why you didn't address corner, for example, is because you feel like some of these young guys need a chance to really grow um, and and just get more opportunities. And Ballard said, yeah, I mean, how are you going to get better if you don't play? And I think that's an argument that could be made for Melvin Ingram against Melvin Ingram here to Indianapolis is like, why would you potentially cut a guy like a Ben Banigou or whoever, one of those younger defensive ends, that you do, they have so much more potential for, for a guy that's you know a little bit older, a little bit more injury prone, not as productive. It just doesn't match up in my opinion. Yeah, like I said, it just doesn't match the mold of what a Chris Ballard really does. And you know, we've been critical of these young defensive ends. You know, a couple of them have stepped up. A couple of them have not. You know, Tyquan Lewis really stepped up this last offseason and really showed you that he can be a quality depth piece on this defensive line. Wherever you decide to put him, he's shown he can put in the effort. Hopefully he can build on that. Mm -hmm. But he's shown that he's 
made some adjustments to be able to do that. You know, we know Al-Qadi Muhammad's there, but he's never matched any real production that warrants him getting a big contract. So why we brought him back on a one-year deal worth two and a half million. And then, you know, we talked about Kamoko Ture. We want to get this guy long-term, but we still have yet to see whether or not he is going to be the guy that we drafted in the second round for a couple years back. And Ben Banigou, we've said it multiple times, you know, had has all the athletic ability in the world to be a great defensive end, just hasn't seemed to really put in the work just yet. You know, I mean, last year was a really off year for him. And we hope that, you know, it same with Taekwon Lewis kind of just gets reminded, hey, you know, you you can get lost in this defensive line room if you don't start stepping up your game and playing like the person that we've drafted. So maybe we see that. I mean, it's just again, you know, it's also the question of the unknown. You know, it's just really is the question of the unknown. But then again, you also get an unknown when it comes to Melvin Ingram and how much time he's actually going to play. So, you know, it's just there's still a lot of unknowns to this defensive end group, despite how much Ballard has done to it and what could potentially still be done with it. There's still a lot of unknowns with this defensive end group still. And Ballard has been on record when he asked about Justin Houston after the draft. He's been on record by saying, we've got a pretty full room at defensive end. Like, he has actually said that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like, why in the world would he go in favor of a Melvin Ingram when yeah. you know Justin Houston so well? He's been in your system a couple years. You know the kind of player you're getting. Why would you you know, turn around, say that, and then turn around and go sign a guy like Melvin Ingram? It just doesn't add up to me. Yeah. And this, this move, if the Colts were to make a move like this, this would be more of a midseason move, in my opinion. This yeah. would be something if you know either there's some injuries that happen at defensive end or none of your guys are being productive and you need some juice on that uh, defensive end position, that mm -hmm. is like literally the only way I could see the Colts going after Melvin Ingram. You know, even before training camp signing a guy like this, that doesn't make really any logical sense for where the Colts are heading and how they're trying to build. And, and some of these getting more of these guys exposure, that would be almost the opposite of what they have preached and they've been trying to do with their how they their offseason plan has gone, you know, it just yeah. doesn't make a whole lot of sense from that standpoint. So I just I just look at it like that. Like if you and, and that's why like when you see reports like this, you kind of laugh a little bit because you're like, we have watched Chris Ballard's plan for the last couple years on getting younger and getting better at positions. And this would just be honestly, <laughs> sorry to bring back some old wounds for some fans. This would be very much a Grixon move, like at this point. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Unless Ballard and company feel really good about Ingram where he's at and they feel like he can go and be a 10 sack guy. But I don't think they do. And I don't think anybody does at this point. I think that'd be kind of crazy to just put all your eggs in a 33 year old, you know, guy that's been injured in that basket. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me. So, yeah. That's kind of where I stand. I think I think we're both here. Uh, we both agree here that that's kind of makes sense where where we think Melvin Ingram probably not going to happen in Indianapolis. Probably if, if those reports are true, though, probably going to go to New England. If I'm guessing, but yeah, obviously yeah. we'll see because that that uh, the NFL rumors they they're always the rumors for a reason. Most yeah. of the time, <laughs> they're Half not the true. They're so. wrong anyway. So you know, right. I mean, it, it, and that's the funny thing too. A lot of times, I. I mean, it's not even just NFL rumors. It's just like other people in general tending to think they understand 
Chris Ballard and company's MO versus the, like their own morality. Like, you know, I don't, I would never in a million years tell myself to believe at this point. Now I'm at this point now where I say, I do not believe any NFL rumor at all. None that has anything directly related to the Colts. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't trust it. I don't believe it because I like, because Ballard does so many different weird things that a lot of times, even us fans who follow the Colts that much still to this day, just don't understand, you know, you and I cover this team. We cover this team. We look at all the news we get. We sometimes get people on the inside that tell us occasionally what uh, might be getting talked about, but in, in generality, there are very few things that are well known amongst the uh, executive office in the Indianapolis Colts. And that's why, you know, you always take every rumor with a grain of salt. You know, you just never really know until it actually happens. And then you say, oh, wow, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, this Melvin Ingram stuff, a lot of factors have to go into it in order for Melvin Ingram to actually even come here. Whether he wants to come here is a different story as well. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that's also a big thing. But I think something that you'll notice, you mentioned Melvin Ingram, um, guys like Golden Tate, for example. Like, There's a lot of guys that see what Indianapolis is doing, and they want to be a part of it. Now, just because they're interested doesn't necessarily mean that Indianapolis is interested, right? Because Indianapolis, we know that they, they like where they're at. You know, I feel like they've done pretty much all they needed to do in this offseason to really address all those positions of need. And especially at defensive end, like if this was like, say, a corner or maybe another safety, I'd be more prone to believe it. But defensive end is probably one of the last positions right now with how hard the Colts hit it in the draft that I would say they, they're looking to add, especially a veteran to this point. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that'll do it for this one, guys. Our look and our kind of tackling this rumor of Melvin Ingram potentially to the Colts. Let us know in the comments what you think. Are you right there with us? Do you think this is probably nonsense, probably not going to happen? Or do you think there's some legitimacy to this rumor? Let us know in the comments below, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Like I said, hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. If you're still here, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, turn on the bell so you know when we post more videos. We'll be posting a lot more here very soon, guys. I mean, this has kind of been the dead period, as it is every summer, about June, July. Not a whole lot of news going on around the Indianapolis Colts, really the NFL in general. But once we hit training camp, once we hit the preseason, regular season, we will be posting multiple videos per week mm -hmm. like we normally did back last year. So thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.